Good afternoon. This is Christy Ellington from the Yucking County Public Library. This afternoon's podcast episode is all about best beach books set in North Carolina. Now, if you live here in Yucking County, most, except for maybe the Head Start, um, school has released. And students are home for summer vacation. Teachers should be finishing up their last few teacher work days and should be on vacation unless they're teaching summer school. And families around the world usually take a week or two during this time of the year and go on summer vacation or a family vacation um, with their family or extended family. June 21st is June 21st is actually the official first day of spring and it goes through until in September. So there are trips planned and vacations planned and weekend getaways all summer long, depending upon what your schedule is. So I thought this might be a very noteworthy topic to bring up because if you're on an tr- extended trip and you're having to travel for a distance or you're spending some time along the coast or an island or a little weekend retreat and you've got some downtime and you're an avid reader like myself, the first thing I want to pack is a good summer read that's going to just grab me and keep me engaged till the end. So we're going to go through uh, the top, some of the top 10 best beach reads that are set in North Carolina. So some of these books may be inspirational. They may have some romance. Some are suspenseful. Um, I even threw in a young adult read as well. So we'll just go through them and hopefully you'll find something that you may want to pick up at your local library or place a hold on so that you can have a great book for when you get to your vacation. We're going to kick it off with, of course, one of the most well-known authors that writes about North Carolina coastal towns, Nicholas Sparks. Now, most when I was doing my research of books that I had read that were set in North Carolina or even books that I found um, that um, that author typically writes, you know, North Carolina-based books, I really wanted to give a diverse collection. So Nicholas Sparks, of course, is a great read no matter what you're picking up of his They're pretty much going to be set in coastal towns throughout North Carolina, uh, particularly um, certain certain areas he uses, you know, a lot. Um, But one of the ones that I wanted to kind of bring your attention to, and I I think I only added two Nicholas Sparks on this list, is one of the most classic books that Nicholas Sparks ever wrote, The Notebook. Um, So that's no surprise probably to anybody that's familiar with North Carolina authors, that he would be one of the ones on that list. And of course, as a New York Times bestseller, um, he, a lot of his movies, a lot of his books are adapted into films. Um, And this one is no different. Um, This one was adapted to film in 2004. And it really began Nicholas Sparks' notable career in creating North Carolina-based stories. The book itself was actually set in Newburgh. Uh, North Carolina, which is, um, if you know anybody that's in the military, that's close to a military town. So, of course, that's an area that a lot of uh, people travel to. 
Um, this is, is actually, this little town is actually about an hour outside of Emerald Isle. I know that's a very popular vacation spot. So a lot of people like to go there. Um, and the notebook actually begins with the story of Noah Calhoun, a rural southerner recently returned from the Second World War. Noah is restoring a plantation home to its former glory, and he is haunted by images of the beautiful girl he met 14 years earlier, a girl he loved like no other. Unable to find her, yet unwilling to forget the summer they spent together, Noah is content to live with only memories until she unexpectedly returns to his town to see him once again. As I mentioned earlier, this book was also made into a movie um, and is a very classic um, story to read that is based in North Carolina and one that will just keep you engaged till the end. Um, great movie as well, but right now we're going to just focus on the books themselves. So in my number two spot, a very popular book that is being adapted into a film um, as we speak. I believe Reese Witherspoon's production company, Hello Sunshine, has uh, won the bid for production of the film of this, this book. And it is this author's debut novel. She has co-authored some nonfiction uh, books, but this is her first fictional novel. And it is Where the Crawdads Sing. Um, if you follow our book club through the library, we have read this book as one of our reads and um, discussed it and done a book talk on it. So Delia Owens, um, Where the Crawdads Sing. Um, it's a Crawdads are very common to North Carolina. Um, to the intercoastal waterways specifically, which is where the story begins in a fictional coastal, coastal town known as Barkley Cove. Delia Owens, number one New York Times bestseller, Where the Crawdads Sing, became a hit sensation in the summer of 2018 and has since become a favorite on many reviewers' lists, including Reese Witherspoon's book club. It's also been a very popular book club read as well. For years, rumors of the quote-unquote Marsh Girl have haunted Barkley Clove, Cove, a quiet town on the North Carolina coast. So in late 1969, when handsome Chase Andrews is found dead, the locals immediately suspect Kaya Clark, the so-called Marsh Girl. But Kaya is not what they say. Sensitive and intelligent, she has survived for years alone in the marsh that she calls home finding friends in the gulls and lessons in the sand. Then the time comes when she yearns to be touched and loved. When two young men from town become intrigued by her wild beauty, Kaya opens herself to a new life until the unthinkable happens. Now, like I said, our book club with the library has read this book, and it is a page turner. I think it keeps you gripping throughout the whole book. Um, so I think it's a great beach read um, that if you want to pick up a copy, that would be a great one to, to actually uh, read if you have not read it yet. Plus, it'll get you ready for the pending movie coming out. Number three, we're going to jump over to a young adult title, uh, The Girl Who Chased the Moon by Sarah Addison Allen. This is also set in a fictional southern town in North Carolina that is called Mullaby. 
In her 2010 novel, New York Times bestselling author Sarah Addison Allen invites you to a quirky little southern town with more magic than a full Carolina moon. Here, two very different women discover how to find their place in the world, no matter how out of place they feel. Emily Benedict came to Mullaby, North Carolina, hoping to solve at least some of the riddles surrounding her mother's life. For instance, why did Dulcie Shelby leave her hometown so suddenly? Why did she vow never to return? But the moment Emily enters the house where her mother grew up and meets the grandfather she never knew, a reclusive, real-life, gentle giant, she realizes that mysteries aren't solved in Mullaby. They're a way of life. Here are rooms where the wallpaper changes to suit your mood. Unexplained lights skip across the yard at midnight. And a neighbor bakes ho hope in the form of cakes. Everyone in Mullaby adores Julia Winterson's cakes. She offers them to satisfy the town's sweet tooth. And in the hope of bringing back the love she fears, she's lost forever. In Julia, Emily may have found a link to her mother's past. But why is everyone trying to discourage Emily's growing relationship with the handsome and mysterious son of Mullaby's most prominent family? Emily came to Mullaby to get answers, but all she's found so far are more questions. Is there really a ghost dancing in her backyard? Can a cake really bring back a lost love? In this town of lovable misfits, maybe the right answer is the one that just feels different. Number four spot is another Nicholas Sparks favorite, Knights in Rodanthe. The only of Sparks' novels that mentions its location in the actual title. This is a romance novel set in Rodanthe, North Carolina, about four hours northwest of Emerald Isle. The novel was adapted to film in 2008, starring Richard Gere and Diane Lane. At 45, Adrienne Willis must rethink her entire life when her husband abandons her for a younger woman. Reeling with heartache and in search of a respite, she flees to the small coastal town of Rodanthe, North Carolina, to tend to a friend's inn for the weekend. But when a major storm starts moving in, it appears that Adrian's perfect getaway will be ruined until a guest named Paul Flanner arrives. At 54, Paul has just sold his medical practice and come to Rodanthe to escape his own shattered past. When now, with the storm closing in, two wounded people would turn to each other for comfort and in one weekend, set in motion feelings that will resonate throughout the rest of their lives. In our number five spot is Serena by Ron Rash. Now, if you've not read any of Ron Rash's books, I highly encourage you to read them. Um, they're great book club reads. They're great books to discuss with your girlfriends or your sisters uh, or whoever else is reading. Very debatable books. Very thought-provoking. Um, he's a New York Times bestseller and um, also has been adapted to, to recently to a film. It will be starring Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper. This story is set in the Smoky Mountains of North Carolina. The year is 1929, and newlyweds George and Serena Pemberton arrive in the North Carolina mountains to create a timber empire, vowing to let no one stand in their way, especially those newly rallying around Teddy those newly rallying around Teddy Roosevelt's developing environmental movement. Yet when Serena begins to suspect that George's allegiances may lie elsewhere, she unleashes her 
fuel her full fury on the young mountain woman who bore his Ill illegitimate child the year before. Rash's masterful balance of violence and beauty yields a powerful, riveting story that at its core tells of love both honored and betrayed. Num in our number six spot is a classic going back to the 90s, late 90s, Cold Mountain by Charles Frazier. Uh, like I said, it was published in 1997, and it was a winner of the National Book Award for Fiction that same year. It's a historical fiction novel set in the Appalachian Mountains of North Carolina. Um, it was adapted into film in 2003 with Jude Law and Nicole Kidman playing the main characters of W.P. Inman and Ada. In this classic story of love and devotion set against the backdrop of the American Civil War, a soldier wounded in the Civil War, Inman, turns his back on the carnage of the battlefield and begins the treacherous journey home to Cold Mountain and to Ada, the woman he loved, before the war began. As Inman attempts to make his way across the mountains through the devastated landscape of a soon-to-be-defeated South, Ada struggles to make a living from black on Black Cove Farm, the land her once a wealthy father left when he died. The story of Inman's adventures intertwines with Ada's story, neither knowing if the other is still alive. In our number seven spot, we're going to go a little sci-fi with Under the Dome by Stephen King, a 2009 science fiction novel that was filmed in Southport. The novel tells the story of the residents of a fictional small town in Maine and a, a fictional small town and tells an intricate multi-character alternating perspective story of how the town's inhabitants contend with the calamity of being suddenly cut off from the outside world by an impassable, invisible, glass dome-like barrier that seemingly falls out of the sky, transforming the community into a doomed city. This book also was adapted as a TV series in 2013 that ran for three seasons and concluded in 2015. If you go to visit the town of Southport, you will be able to recognize the two-story house located on East Bay Street and the Pilot's Tower on the Southport waterfront, both featured in the series. In our Landing in our number eight spot is A Land More Kind Than Home by Wiley Cash. Set in the 1980s in Marshall, a small town in western North Carolina, this stunning debut novel is reminiscent of the beloved novels of John Hart. It is a mesmerizing literary thriller about the bond between two brothers and the evil they face in a small western North Carolina town. For a curious boy like Jess Hall, growing up in Marshall means trouble when your mother catches you spying on grown-ups. Adventurous and precocious, Jess is enormously protective of his older brother, Christopher, a mute whom everyone calls Stump. Though their mother has warned them not to snoop, Stump can't help sneaking a look at something he's not supposed to, an act that will have catastrophic, catastrophic repercussions shattering both his world and Jess's. It's a wrenching event that thrusts Jess into an adulthood for which he's not prepared. While there is much about the world that still confuses him, he now knows that a new understanding can bring not only a growing danger and evil, but also the possibility of freedom and deliverance as well. 
told by three resonant and evocative characters, Jess, Adelaide Lyle, the town midwife, and moral conscience, and Clem Bearfield, a sheriff with his own painful past, a land more kind than home, is a haunting tale of courage in the face of cruelty and the power of love to overcome the darkness that lives in us all. These are masterful portrayals written with assurance and truth, and they show us the extraordinary promise of this remarkable first novel by Wiley Cash. Wiley writes with unflinching honesty, creating one of the most beautiful and tragic novels that are that is set in North Carolina. In our number nine spot is The Popular Big Lies in a Small Town by Diane Chamberlain. This 2020 release comes a novel of chilling intrigue, a decades-old disappearance, and one woman's quest to find the truth. Set in Edenton, this book follows two artists at two different periods of time. North Carolina, 2018, and North Carolina, 1940. In North Carolina, 2018, Morgan Christopher's life has been derailed. Taking the fall for a crime she did not commit, her dream of a career in art is put on hold until a mysterious visitor makes her an offer that will get her released from prison immediately. Her assignment? Restore an old postal office mural in a sleepy southern town. Morgan knows nothing about art restoration, but desperate to be free, she accepts. What she finds under the layers of grime is a painting that tells the story of madness, violence, and a conspiracy of small-town secrets. In North Carolina 1940, Anna Dale, an artist from New Jersey, wins a national contest to paint a mural for the post office in Edington, North Carolina. Alone in the world and in great need of work, she accepts, but what she doesn't expect is to find herself immersed in a town where prejudice run deep, where people are hiding secrets behind closed doors, and where the price of being different might just end in murder. What happened to Annadale? Are the clues hidden in the decrepit mural? Can Morgan uncover her own demons to discover what exists beneath the layers of lies? Chamberlain, a master storyteller, keeps readers hooked with a storyline that le- leaves Levin's history and social commentary with romance and mystery. One other little tidbit about this book is it is based on true a true story. The character of Anna Dale is a real life person, and most of the events in this book are based on those real events. And to round out the top 10, we will be ending with A Good Neighborhood by Therese Ann Fowler, one of the most powerful North Carolina books for deep thinkers. This story is a cross between uh, Romeo and Juliet meets Little Fires Everywhere retelling. It's set in Oak Knoll, a verdant, tight-knit North Carolina neighborhood. Professor of Forestry and Ecology Valerie Alston Holt is raising her bright and talented biracial son, Xavier, who's headed to college in the fall. All is well until the Whitmans, a family with new money and a secretly troubled teenage daughter, raise the house and trees next door to build themselves a showplace home. With little in common except a property line, 
these two families quickly find themselves at odds. First over at a historic oak tree in Valerie's yard, and soon after the blossoming romance between their two teenagers. A good neighborhood asks big questions about life in America today. What does it mean to be a good neighbor? How do we live alongside each other when we don't see eye to eye? As it explores the effects of class, race, and heart-rending love in a story that's as provocative as it is powerful, this story will carry you there until the crushing end. So that's my top 10. Hope you find a book on there that might just make its way in your suitcase when you're traveling this summer and you might find yourself sitting on a beach with your toes in the sand and a good book to read. Until next time, happy reading, have a wonderful summer, and we will see you next back next week for a new episode of Yakin County Public Library podcast. Good afternoon.